Hi, um, this is Z, um, and this is my podcast, Let Me Clear My Throat. Um, I'm going to kind of try to do uh, what I did the last couple of episodes, and that's just pretty much wing it. Um, just open mic, no script, um, nothing typed up, just um, my computer, my mouse, and... Um, me basically um <clears throat> i usually um have tried to have things scripted out um look up things for resources and have something specific to talk about um <clears throat> but here lately i just have felt like you know a lot of times i put a lot of hard work i mean i always put a lot of hard work into it actually looking things up and whatnot but um then I kind of find out that sometimes when I talk about things, um, I go off script a lot, um, and just try, I have the, I, I guess the thing of it is, is that, you know, when you, when you call into, um, automated services, if you will, um, you just want to talk to somebody, you know, you, you go through all the buttons and. I don't know how many times I'll call, I'll call like, let's say Xfinity, for instance, <clears throat> um, because their customer service sucks. <laughs> their customer service line automated thing sucks so bad. Um, <clears throat> I was on there the other day. Um, I had I had talked to my other podcast uh, before about that horrific, tragic accident that was out front. Um, and our cable and our, um, electric all was ripped out of the house. And, uh, we finally got our cable hooked in. <clears throat> and, um, so I'm calling into them and I'm trying to get a hold of somebody to talk to, to explain to them that they needed to come out and hook the service back up because, back up because they had the line hooked, um, but it wasn't hooked to the pole. It was just rolled up in a, in a circle, whatever, if you will, and just laying there. So I called in <clears throat> and I told the automated thing like four or five times. I just wanted customer service and they have this thing where, um, it's just like, maybe, you know, more or less saying, maybe you need to check your router and reset your router. Do you want to set your router now and call back in 15 minutes if it's not working? And then I yelled <laughs> at the phone several times. No, um, because it kept repeating itself basically. And one time I said no, and she's like resetting it now, and then said, call back in 15 minutes, goodbye, and hung up. Um, it's just really nice to talk to a human being. <laughs> um, I feel it was, for one, it's very more personal, it's very self-efficient, but it's also um, human re inter interaction. We are so into automated machines and automated this and debit cards and and electronic this and and whatever and you know <clears throat> my thing is this you know back when when they were supposedly had a corn sh shortage you know you're gonna have a corn shortage if you don't with any withdraw any money out because you're not going to have any coins. It's all electronic. And it's easy to have things electronically. But me, I personally like to have cash on hand. Um, 
I like to know the money is in my pocket. Because let's say, let's say hypothetically, everybody withdrew their money out of their bank account and actually had cash. Would the government really have your money, everybody's money in, in the bank account? Would the funds actually really technically be there? Or do they just maneuver money around electronically and just make the numbers look good? Like, yeah, it's here. Knowing that the chances of somebody withdrawing all of that money out at one time is very slim to none. Let's, let's say, like, for instance, Walmart. We'll pick on Walmart. <clears throat> so, everybody is like, you know, Walmart. They, they, you know, you can do, like, the drive up and get your stuff out, you know, take it out there, whatever. Um, now, or you can order on Walmart.com, or you can go in, or whatever you want to do. So you got all these people doing all this electronic stuff. <clears throat> so they're moving numbers around in the bank to the Walmart bank account, back and forth, whatever. And yes, it maneuvers your cash out, per se, number-wise. And then it moves the numbers into another account, number-wise. What are the odds of Walmart actually saying, you know what, I'm going to withdraw all of my money out of my bank account and close it <clears throat> and have cash in hand? Would it really exist or is it just a bunch of numbers? Is it just a bunch of computer generated numbers maneuvering and going back and forth everywhere? Are we getting so codependent on being electronical that we're taking away the real? So that then depletes the value of an actual money per se, like the actual dollar, the actual change, the, you know, does that then deface it or not deface it, but devalue it? Because if I go in there and I pay cash, um, which I, you know, you go and pay cash, you know the cash is there. You have it in your hand. But if you put your card in there, then it's a matter of just electronic numbers being moved around. There's no cash no, being exchanged hand to hand. The bank isn't going and, and taking your, the, going to your bank account, taking cash out, running to Walmart's bank and putting the cash in. It's a matter of going onto the computer system and moving numbers around. There's no actual cash being exchanged, if you will. It's the numbers that are being exchanged. Does that make sense? I mean, it does to me, but... So let's say, hypothetically, <clears throat> we all are dependent on this electronic service that we're so hell-bent on being now. Um... <sighs> How vulnerable are you? How vulnerable is your account? How vulnerable is your your information? You know, I don't know. I just, I think about stuff like this. I don't know. I'm, it's the things that weigh on my mind. You know, because all since this whole, <laughs> I'm going to say it. I'm going to say the word. And telepathically, I've already said it. I call it the Canona, but oh, the Corona, and not to be mixed with the one with the lime or the lemon. Um, <clears throat> I guess you know, <laughs> uh, some people probably need to have one after all that, but um, I have a lot of opinions where that is concerned very, very heavily. Um, <clears throat> you know, coming from the biohazard world that I have been in my life. You know, because I worked and, you know, I've talked about in other podcasts. I used to clean crime scenes for a living, worked in the lab. 
um, top biohazard safety, um, and all that stuff. And I'm very vocal on it here at home. I've had extensive conversations with my friends and my, my mother and, um, uh, <clears throat> I'm almost opinionated about it really. <laughs> um, no, I honestly, if I, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't opinionated on it, because I am. Now, and and I understand the sensitivity of it. I, I mean, I do. I really do. Um, so please, by all means, I'm not trying to hurt anybody that have been really affected by um, the illness of it, because the illness has affected people in different ways, physically, mentally, emotionally, <clears throat> um, even spiritually. Everything shut down. Um, you know, and, and everybody quarantined. Supposedly, people try to have more family time together, but yet need to stay away from each other. But yet, we're more electronically based and less human based. Everybody was working from home. Um, school was being done at home. Electronical. People were buying things. Um, <clears throat> having things delivered. DoorDash became popular. You know, door service, you know, Instacart, whatever. Uh, Amazon. Everything electronic. <clears throat> and everybody out there wearing masks. Where before going, you would see signs up, you know, no, no mask can be worn, you know, around, especially around Halloween time. Um, you know, if somebody walked into a store back in the day with a mask on, people would freak out, you know, if they couldn't see their face. Especially if they had those one masks that covered your face or whatever with the hat and whatever it was. So, right now, that's the norm. <clears throat> so, and then also you got, you know, your facial recognition and what like that. That's kind of depleted if your face is covered. Um, so, then you you got these people out there where it's acceptable, acceptable excuse me, to walk around with these masks on and stuff. And... People are where everybody knows they are. They're at home. They're quarantined. They're at home quarantined with their electronic devices, their debit cards, their credit cards. Everything is electronic. The school works electronic. Work is electronic. Buying things are electronic. Then your banking is electronic. Paying your bills is electronic. Buying food is electronic. Um, everything is electronic. <clears throat> Has anybody ever really stopped to think about that? You know, that is, that is notorious. <clears throat> I'm not saying notorious. That's not the word I want to use. That is very big um, vulnerability. That's the word I'm looking for. Vulnerability. We as a country, but as, as human beings, are very vulnerable to the electronic system. Because while everybody's at home quarantined, while everybody's at home doing their electronic things, you think there aren't people out there taking advantage of their skills or their wannabe skills, if you will, respectfully, <clears throat> that now can wear a ski mask and it be acceptable and go out and do what they need to do in the world <clears throat> and nobody will even know it. A whole new form of... of of a lot of things. Um, hacking. Terrorism. Um, I mean. Bullshit. <laughs> Honestly. Some things. Just straight up bullshit. 
you know, my, my, my thought is, and, and I apologize. I really do for anybody that's, that's went through anything with the, with the Corona. Um, I'm not trying to be insensitive to you. So please, uh, respectfully, please don't, um, feel that I am. I'm just trying to say, I'm, I've been looking at all angles. Um, I mean, I've been affected, um, by it. You know, I'm allergic to, <clears throat> I'm, I'm okay. When I used to get the flu shot, when I did, I would get sick. And the flu shot, I was told, um, had egg whites in it. I'm very allergic to egg whites. Um, and it's a live virus. People say, no, it's not. They have to inject it in there for your body to, to build up antibodies in order to fight the the bacteria, if you will, the viruses of, of whatever, of the flu. <clears throat> and your body has to build up an immunity to it. That's what keeps you from getting sick. And if your body doesn't know what to build an immunity for from, then how can it build up the immunity? So it has to be injected, if you will, and in order your body to build up the resistance to that. Well, <clears throat> I worked at a mental health hospital when the when the corona was out, and um, they wanted me to get the, the flu shot, and I'm like, I don't want the flu. I don't want the flu shot. I get sick from the flu shot. Now you can't get sick from, I know I can, because I do. Don't tell me I can't. I hate when people tell me, when I know that I do, and I know it, and and somebody tells me, no, you can't. Yes, I can. <laughs> um, but then she was, she said, well, they did the flu shot differently this year. They made it different this year. And I'm like, why would they make the flu shot differently? Now, and I understand you build up your immunity and stuff or whatever. Then, you know, you have additional bacteria and viruses in the air and different elements of the world and blah, blah, blah. And it causes different things for your body to catch, if you will, and you get sick. Um, you know, it's, it's just a more ant version of the common cold. <coughs> My opinion. Well, so that particular year... They changed the flu shot. Why, I don't know. And then Corona broke out. And I did get the flu shot that year. And I did not get sick from the flu shot. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I... I'm so, I don't, I have so many opinions on this. Um, so I did not get sick from that. Okay. Now, mind you, I've, I've had the Corona, uh, in the past. I had it twice. That was confirmed. Okay. And, um, I know I've talked about before when I was home sick when my stepdad died. I had the, the Corona is why I was home from work. At that time, I was due to go back on my quarantine. And, 
So, I, I mean, I have been sick from it, okay? <clears throat> to me, the corona is the flu on steroids. And I say this because it is the same symptoms, the same kinds of, of stuff, just a little bit more potent, if you will. And when I was um, getting treated, they put me on steroids and allergy medicine. So I say it's a flu on steroids because it's just a more intense flu. But they changed the flu shot that year. Now, everybody wants to blame China, okay? <clears throat> I don't know how just of it because if anybody knows me, I don't watch TV. I don't keep up with the news. I... I didn't even know who the president's name was for a long time because I'm not, I don't, I don't watch the news and listen to TV and I don't listen to all that stuff. I, I don't, okay? So, <clears throat> this is just me learning as I go because my daughter actually would have to call me and say, yeah, um, you know, there's a, uh, a, a thing called the Corona out, mom. You're going to have to start wearing a mask, um, you know, and I'm like, what? Why? You know, and she would explain it to me um, or she would say, well, you know, they're, they're doing away with the mask now. Now they're bringing it back. She would let me know. Because she knew I didn't keep up on it. <clears throat> well. Um, when they do the testing. Okay. Let me back this up. Okay. So. Everybody wants to blame China. Supposedly China gave this to us. Now, let's hypothetically, for argument's sake, say this is true. Okay? Scenario. <clears throat> Did you know that the flu testing um, kits that you get and vaccines and some other stuff that are associated with the corona... Guess where they come from and are manufactured from? Do you want to take a guess? China. Not all of them. But some of them. Look it up. Look it up. Do your research. Straight out of China. Now, everyone should talk about, what is it, Timu? I think that's Timu or whatever that order stuff online thing. That Timu is based out of China or gets stuff from China or whatever. Okay. Let's hypothetically say this is true. For argument's sake. <clears throat> Do you know where you shop at that probably almost 100% of everything in there maybe comes from? The Dollar Tree or the Dollar Plus store or whatever it's called nowadays. It comes from China. The Dollar Tree. You know, where you get things now for $1.25 and something's $3 and something's $5. Depends on which aisle you go down to and what side of town you live on. China. Now, let's take this another scenario, different direction, okay? <clears throat> do you think the United States is innocent on shit? Pardon my speech. But do you? I mean, honestly? Can you imagine... What other countries say about us? What if China sent back saying, Yeah, the United States brought us the corona. The United States started it. Oh, guess, guess where we get all of our stuff from? 
we get our stuff made in the USA. They're the ones that gave us the corona, but we, we import stuff from them. Why are we doing that? We get a lot of our test scripts and a lot of our stuff in the United States. Why can't we keep stuff in our own country? Why do we have to send stuff? And I understand, you know, it's all about the trading and all that, the mighty dollar, blah, 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 the mighty dollar of numbers electronically, okay? Because I assure you the government is not saying, oh, we're going to take your money out of your bank account, we're going to put it on an airplane, and we're going to fly it over to the other country, and then we're going to put it in their bank account and hand them cash. No, it's all about numbers. <clears throat> I mean, really. Do you ever stop and think about that? I mean, and, and then let's talk mask, okay? And I'm and I've been waiting to talk about this subject. And this is just all me talking off the top of my head. Because this is conversations I have with my mom and other people. <coughs> my friends and stuff. Um so like these masks, okay? I am from the biohazard world. I wore respirators, I've wore masks in the OR, I've wore masks in the lab, I've worked under the hoods. Um I've taught, you know, biotechnology safety training and biohazard training. Um, you know, the double gloving. You double glove because if one glove rips, your other one there is to protect you. Double glove. You don't single glove in biohazard world. You double glove. You put one glove, put your gloves on, then you put another gloves over top of those. You double glove. You don't keep your gloves on and do this, that, and the other. You don't go shopping with your gloves on. Touch everything in there. Touch your hair. Touch your phone. Touch your kids. Touch the shelf. Touch this item. Touch that item. Go through the checkout. Run your card. Do your groceries. Put your stuff in your car. Drive with your steering wheel. Go home. Unload your groceries and stuff with all the same pair of gloves on. You just cross-contaminated everything. In the biohazard world, when you work with a biohazard, you change your gloves between each job, is the way I was taught. <clears throat> you change them periodically. You don't cross-contaminate. <clears throat> You're going through, let's say hypothetically, argument safe. You put your gloves on, your single-layer gloves, not your double-layer. <clears throat> You go into Walmart or whatever store you go into and you're walking around the aisles and you've got your gloves on if they fit you correctly. And you're going around the store. <clears throat> you're touching these items that other people are touching with their gloves. Let's hypothetically say everybody's got gloves on. Nobody's got their bare hands. Everybody's got gloves on. Okay. So I'm over there touching the milk with my gloves on. And I pick up a gallon of milk. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to get a half gallon. I'm going to put this gallon back. So I put that gallon of milk back. I'm in the freezer, okay? In <clears throat> the refrigerator. Put that back and get the half gallon out. And then I'm going to, you know, and then say, I don't know. Some, some dude beside me is like, ew, I'm going to get that gallon of milk. So he reaches and he gets that gallon up that I just had on my gloves. <clears throat> and then he goes over and he goes and looks at eggs. And I go over and I look at cheese. And then somebody else comes over <clears throat> and they're looking at yogurt. And we all got gloves on. 
he gets eggs. He's looking through them, you know, and, oh, should I get this many? Should I get that many? He's looking to see, oh, let's open them up because we want to make sure none are broke. So we got to check them, you know. So we're opening the eggs up. We're checking them. We're making sure they're not broke. You know, oh, hey, we might find a, a broke egg here. Or maybe we didn't want this small egg because they come in different sizes. So, I'm gonna, no, I'm going to put this one back. I'm going to get this one. No, maybe, maybe I'll go ahead and get the No, this one here is cheaper. So then he decides on his eggs. He's going to touch four different cartons. <clears throat> Lady from the yogurt, she's over trying to find her flavor, and she's searching through. Not, you know, everything's scattered everywhere, so you don't really know what's what. You're trying to find the price. You're looking. She finally decides on something. I'm over there getting my cheese. And then I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I probably should get some eggs, too. <clears throat> so I walk over, and I'm going to get me some eggs. And I'm like, oh, hey, yeah, I'll get these eggs. They're small, but my recipe, I can, I can use small. I don't, you know, because I'm allergic to egg whites, so... I don't really, really need big eggs, you know, which I do get big eggs and I pay for it because I, I, that's a whole different story. Anyway, <clears throat> and then so I'm like, well, I don't want no yogurt. I'm not a big yogurt fan. So we all go about our business. <clears throat> now I go down this other aisle. I'm not a chip eater, but my mom is, okay? <clears throat> she wants me to get some chips. So I go, I'm like, huh, what kind of chips do I get? So I'm looking at the chips. I just said, okay, I'm going to get these chips. Now, I'm short. I'm five foot half inch. And so I have to reach. I, I have difficulty re reaching high shelves. So, you know, there's chips up there. And I'm looking, okay, it's all the way to the back. I can't reach this. So then me, I have to be a monkey. And I have to climb back there and get, you know, a bag of chips or whatever out. <clears throat> well, and that guy comes up, you know, heaven forbid he gets six feet close to me, right? Do you need help, ma'am? Do you need me to get your chips down? Yeah, sure. That'd be great. Thank you very much because I can't reach them. This is the last bag. They're all the way in the back. So he reaches back and he gets my chips. Thank you very much. Go about my business. <clears throat> now I go into um, another aisle. Say I'm looking at canned goods. And I'm like, okay, why well, do you get this, this, and this? And I mean, people over there, you know, we're all looking at different things. <clears throat> so then I'm like, okay, now I need to go to produce. Now I'm going to go to produce. I'm going to check my produce. I'm going to pick my produce. I'm going to look at it. Yeah. Do I need to feel it? Do I need to knock on it? Do I need to check, you know, see if it's, you know, discolored? You know, I'm checking my produce out. <clears throat> and then I'm thinking, okay, no, wait a minute. I, I forgot. I need to go over and see if they've got this really cool um, gift that I want to buy my mom. You know, because, say, her birthday's coming up. So, I'm going to head over into domestics, and I'm going to look at their bedding. So, I walk over to their bedding, and I'm looking through their bedding. I'm looking through their towels, and I'm looking through. And I'm trying to find that perfect gift, you know. And I'm like, no, maybe I'll go over to housewares and look. And then, oh, wait a minute. My dad needed something. What was it he needed from the auto section? Oh, uh, let me call him real quick and ask him. So, I'll get my phone out. And I'm calling him, and I'm asking, hey, what was it that you needed? Oh, okay, let me go over since they got it. So I'm going over there, and I'm looking. You know, yeah, they had it. It wasn't really the one he wanted, but yeah, I'll get it okay. <clears throat> and I'm thinking, oh, wait a minute now. My daughter, she was asking about a pair of shoes. And my other daughter, she wanted this Barbie doll. So I go over to the shoe department, and I'm looking through their shoes, and I walk over to the toy department, and I get my daughter this doll. And I'm like, okay, I've got enough in my cart. My cart is overflowed. I got to get this through the checkout for my, my my ice cream melts. Because, you know, I had to get stop and get ice cream. 
So I'm going to go to the conveyor belt. Now I'm unloading everything. And these people in front of me, they just went by, you know. They just did their big old checkout. <clears throat> so I'm unloading everything all on the cart. And then my mom calls. Hey, can you pick me up um, at Candy Bar? Yeah, sure. I'm right here in the checkout line. Let me reach over here and get you a candy bar. What kind do you want? So I get my, you know, get her a candy bar. Where I put my phone back away. Those are the checkout, ringing my things up, doing my thing, bagging everything, putting it in the cart, you know. Then, okay, now I need to reach down in my purse or in my pocket, which I don't carry a purse, but I'm getting my pocket, whatever, dig my money out. <clears throat> so I get my money out, count my money, you know, because I'm doing my change. I'm not doing my debit card. I'm going to do my, my cash. And they have a change shortage, so I'm going to count some of my change out, too, because I had some change. Because I'm trying to help the world put some of my change back into the world, you know. So we don't have a change shortage because they're short on change. So I'm counting all my money out, and I'm doing this, that, and the other, and making them, I'm bagging my stuff, and I got my receipt printed out, whatever. Now I'm going to go out to my car, and I'm going to load everything in the back of my car. And while I'm at it, I remembered I bought some donuts, so I'm going to eat a donut on the way home. And I need to stop and pick me up something to drink. Um, So I'm going to stop over here at the gas station. i got to get gas anyway. So then I load everything in my car. <clears throat> Excuse me. I go over to the gas station. I go to the attendant. I give the attendant. I got to get back in my pocket. Yeah, mind you, I drove over there. Still wearing my gloves. You know, because safety, right? <clears throat> so, I get back in my pocket, my money out. And um, I hand it, the money to the attendant. <clears throat> I'm like, okay, now I go get gas. <clears throat> so, I go over to the gas and pump on my gas or whatever. Get back in my car. You know, drive my, you know, 10 and 2, hands on the steering wheel. <clears throat> and then I'm like, oh, I remembered. I need to get me some drink. <clears throat> so I pull over to the fast food place. Go to the drive-thru, you know, because everything's drive-thru now. Nobody wants to be in contact inside. So we have to go to the drive-thru. <clears throat> so I'm going to the drive-thru. I'm sitting there. I want some drinks. So then I got to dig back in my pocket. Oh, wait a minute. I got some change here on my change uh, holder right here. Let me get my change out. So I'm digging through my change holder, get my change out, handing it to the attendant. You know, they've got gloves on too. So we're okay because we both got gloves on. <clears throat> so then I'm exchanging change with her or whatever. I get my drink she hands to me. And I'm like, okay, now I'm going home. Now I'm going to eat my donut. <clears throat> so I reach in and get my food out to eat my food, drink my drink. You know, trying to drive, whatever, you know, trying to be safe. I get home, <clears throat> now I gotta unload my groceries. So I go out there, I get all the groceries, bring them in the house, I unload them all, still got my gloves on, you know, cause safety, cause I don't wanna touch all that food that was in the store, you know, that other people touched. So I'm unloading it all, and I'm putting it all back in the cabinets, putting the milk up in the refrigerator, putting the cheese up, putting eggs up, putting the chips in the bin, cause you know, I open the chips up to put them in the bin. Yeah, putting the ice cream up, put my produce away. Oh, hey, darling, right, here's your Barbie doll. Here, babe, here's your shoes. Here, dad, here's what you needed. Here, mom, here's your candy bar and, you know, what you needed. <clears throat> oh, I need to go put my phone on the charger because my phone's dying. So I got to go on there. Oh, wait a minute, I can remember I'll take my gloves off. You know, I didn't want to touch anything while I was in the store, you know, with my bare hands. So I'm going to take my gloves off and just throw them in the trash, regular trash, no big deal. <clears throat> what did I just do? I cross-contaminated every single thing I touched and brought it home. And guess what my kids with their bare hands are going to do? 
you're going to touch that food too. Guess what you're going to do when you prepare that food that you get out of that refrigerator with your bare hands? That same food that had to be wore with them gloves. In the meantime, you touched your phone, you touched your money, you touched your pocket, you touched your clothes, you touched your steering wheel, you touched the people that you were crossing back and forth with, <coughs> and you brought it all home. But you had your gloves on. So, yeah, there's that. Now let's take a step further with the with the mask thing, okay? <clears throat> Do you know that it's it's dangerous to breathe your uh, breathe your carbon dioxide? They tell you that you shouldn't sleep with your head under your blanket for a long time because you breathe in carbon dioxide, and and that can kill you. <clears throat> Do you know when you wear a mask, what you're breathing in? your own air carbon dioxide do you know that those masks the real you know cloth ones that are made of like a t-shirt they have zero protection zero nothing not as opposed to nothing um so when they do the studies to do the <clears throat> virus um shot if you will they do those shots Based off of data and information on masks um, and information that they have. Of, although what data? What, rel what relatively concrete data are they using? And if it is such a big biohazard, <clears throat> why wasn't the whole government supplying everybody gloves, masks that work, <clears throat> training, bio boxes everywhere and i mean everywhere instead of handing out stimulus checks to people they need to be handing out proper ppe equipment and training you see people throwing stuff on the ground <clears throat> gloves masks whatever where are all the bio boxes if this is a, such a huge biocontaminating thing that is so dangerous that it's shutting the whole country down and quarantine everybody to where everybody's got to be electronically confined at home and please don't get near me to give me a home or a hug and oh I can't go to my loved ones um that's in the hospital or I can't go to my loved one's funeral I can't go to my loved one's wedding I can't go to my love we have to have a virtual baby shower virtual wedding shower birthday virtual birthday party we have to do everything virtually because you know everything is so bad and contaminating Really? Now, don't get me wrong. I I understand that there are a lot of people that got sick, have died. I I I my condolences to you. I'm not trying to be insensitive. <clears throat> the problem is not with us as a society. Don't be so quick to believe everything you hear and read from the government. Don't be so quick to judge. Actually, don't judge at all. <clears throat> to blame other countries for what might very well be part of our fault. 
do we really know? Or are we just going based off what we're told, what we've read, what we've heard, what we did? Do we really know? And if, if let's hypothetically say China is the culprit, okay? Why are we still trading with them? Why are we still receiving product in from them? Why are we still shopping at all these places made in China, made in wherever? Where do we see them? Made in the USA? Probably in another country, but not here. Very few and far places. <clears throat> and we wonder why things get into this country. We have enough problem containing our own country that we're too busy to point fingers at other places and other people and blaming other things. We need to look at ourselves. We talk about shut the borders down. You know what? You, no, it ain't a matter of just shutting the borders down. It's a matter about doing the right things when the borders are open. <clears throat> and understand that the border goes both ways. You know, we got drugs coming in the country. We got all kinds of stuff. But you know what? It goes out too. We need to look at us as a whole. But we need to also use our own... You know, I... This is a very big subject for me. I'm sorry. I get, and if anybody has said it on my podcast, I've explained when I get passionate about something, I am trying to very much contain myself and I, I want to come up out of the seat because I heard, <laughs> I heard that the Corona is trying to make a comeback. It's trying to make a comeback? Really? You know, nowadays, if you stub your toe, you got, you got the Corona? No, I stubbed my toe. You you got allergies. You got the no. I got allergies. I had allergies before that was even thought of. What about the H one N one? Mad cow. Um, what are the other ones that were in the past? You know the bubonic plague. Things you know E. coli, um, AIDS, um, hepatitis. There's things everywhere. Just because people aren't talking about it doesn't mean it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> in we're going to try to put everything electronic and we're worried about this world? Yeah. Because you know what you just did? You just made your... And, and not on purpose. Uh, maybe I need to reword that differently. Vulnerability. Our government is making us vulnerable to each other, to our other countries, to our own country to ourselves lack of knowledge lack of education but lack of support and they i'm still waiting on my stimulus checks by the way i haven't gotten a single one of them not one and i filed that don't you don't file your tax thing or whatever to get serious i still haven't got any of mine not a one nope so hey hope everybody enjoyed theirs you know why they did that? Because everybody was being quarantined. They want to put money back into the government, back into the system or whatever, you know, and, and recycle, if you will. I'm sure it was a really great thing. I hope everybody spent their money well. I would love to have some because I'll tell you what, I sure could use it.
Uh, I need a car right now. I would love to have my stimulus money to be able to have a car because my heat's out on my car. My tires are bald. I take care of my mom full time, which everybody, you know, I've talked about. And, oh, by the way, I got a raise from the government, um, you know, because I get a stipend check from them on this program they have because <clears throat> my mom is blind and disabled, okay, and pretty much bedridden. And um, when my dad passed away about a year and a half ago, I quit my job. I was a therapist for autistic kids. And, um, <laughs> I started out, now I take care of my mom 24 seven. I get no outside support from family and friends. <clears throat> um, very, 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 I don't get help. Um, they have their own lives, their own things going on. And some people just, um, my relatives, um, they just have better things to do, I guess. Now, my family, they try to help when they can, but it's like once in a blue moon. My, you know, like my sister, she's got her own health problems. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, my daughter works full time and she's a single mother and, you know, not trying to put her business out there. <coughs> you know, but they, they have things that are going on in their life. Now, <coughs> my daughter does come call and talk to my mom all the time you know she's very supportive with my mom you know on that she does she has been in store for my mom a couple of times and does things whatever and so does my sister <clears throat> now my relatives and i say my relatives because you got family you got relatives no okay so i go nowhere unless i'm going to the store every once in a blue 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 moon i might leave for a couple hours and not might be maybe once i've maybe in six months or something i might go somewhere um, but I, I, one of my very best friends, I still have last year's Christmas gifts to give her because I haven't been able to go see her. That's how often I get out. Okay. I very rarely talk to anybody. I don't really go anywhere and I don't really do anything. I have to, I do my crafting. I do my podcast to try to keep some of my sanity on top of, um, taking care of my mom because I live here with my mom. My bed is in the living room. So I'm close to my mom <clears throat> so I can hear her because the bedroom is too far. Um, and when I first started doing this after my, my stepdad passed away, I was making a dollar 25 an hour. If you averaged it out, take 24 minus the set pay that they gave me, they gave me $30 a day. I believe it was. $30 a day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. <clears throat> and then it got raised, averaged out to $1.61 an hour in June. Then I was like, why am I not getting more money? Um, I'm at a level one. I guess there's like three levels. And I'm at a level one. Why? My mom's bedridden. Bedridden. <laughs> um... <clears throat> So now I can say I'm bougie now, bougie. I'm rolling in the money. I make $2 and seven cents an hour now. Go me. Yes, I do. $2 and seven cents. Um, <laughs> this is her, this is our world today. This is our government. This is our dictation. This is our future. Really? Our elderly, <clears throat> all due respect, our elderly 
are, are very seasoned on life. And we all know how I feel about the military. We all know where that is. And then you got my generation, if you will. <clears throat> I'm vintage, by the way, vintage. Um, well, somebody, uh, some meme said I was classic, but I like to say I'm vintage. And my mom says, well, if you're vintage, what am I? I don't know, antique? I don't, I mean, I don't know. I mean, both the treasure, right? Um, <clears throat> but anyway, then we have our generation, our younger. And this is the way we're shaping our generation to be. They're going to be so, <clears throat> they're going to be so in tune of being electronic. Some people won't even know what a dollar bill even is by the time they get to the point to be old enough to handle money. It's all going to be numbers. <clears throat> Nobody's going to have to carry a wallet or a purse anymore. You're just going to carry your card. And half time, you probably won't need to do that if you memorize your number. Um, or if you just save it in the system, just save it. So we have to remember it, right? But heaven forbid if somebody can tap into that system and get your information, right? Because then they can wipe out your whole world. Because everything's electronic. So with electronic stuff and technology, technology evolves. People evolve because they learn new things. You, When you go to the store and you buy a cell phone, let's say, over the counter... <coughs> You can keep your cell phone for 15 days and then return it if you want to. <clears throat> and exchange it for a different phone. You think people don't go there and get those electronic phones, do stuff in them, and then return them? And then look, here you come buying it. And guess what they get to do? They get to get into all of your stuff. Because maybe they've got hidden software on there that you don't know about. So they just tapped into all of your stuff. Never think about that. It's scary, isn't it? It's scary. And and this these are things that I think about. <clears throat> well, some of the things I think about. Some things I think about, I just... I don't even know. But that's a whole different... That's a whole different thing. <laughs> um, I don't know. You know, I don't... I'm scared for this world. I really am. And I say this world, I don't mean just the United States. Because we're all affected. We're all we're all the same. Even though we're different, we're all the same. We're all human beings. We all have to live on this globe, if you will. <coughs> and we all intertwine with each other. One way or another. You buy things on Amazon. You think Amazon is in there in their warehouse making that stuff? No. Something's got to go through customs to get to you. That's why it takes so long sometimes. And why you have to pay shipping. It has to go through customs. Guess what? That came from another country. Now, is there something wrong with that? No. 
There's nothing wrong with us intertwining with other countries because we all need to be united as one. We really do. We all need to understand that we are all in this world, this little round little ball, flat ball, whatever kind, whatever you want to think it is, this little dot between the moon and the sun and all these other planets and stuff, What you know, whatever. We're all in the same world. The world doesn't stop at the border. It doesn't. It doesn't stop at your front door. And unfortunately, it doesn't stop in your mind. Because <clears throat> if you're anything like me, <laughs> if you're anything like me, your mind doesn't shut up. Um, yeah, I always joke and say that my personalities are having meetings without me. And sometimes, you know, I, I be quiet for a second so that way I can try to hear what they're saying. And I'm joking, but yet, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> because like I said in my other podcast, I believe we all have different personalities. Um, because we have, to be, we have to be adaptable to the world, but we have to be adaptable to other people. You know, in different situations and scenarios. You know, and, you know, our, uh, our problem with, with the world today is that we know that there's a problem with the world today. And here we are. Because. As human beings, and this is my opinion, okay? As human beings, we have the weight of the world on our shoulders. And we carry problems that are not even ours. So then when it comes to time for our problems to come around, <clears throat> what do we do with them? Do we, I mean, what do we do with them? Do you put other people's problems down to take care of your own? Or are you like me and you make sure everybody else is, is um, you put everybody else before you put yourself. And then you feel guilty when you try to do something for yourself or when you tell somebody no or when you buy yourself something. Do you ever talk, do you ever want something and then you go to buy it and then before you get to the checkout line, you talk yourself out of it and put it back down? I do that all the time. All the time. Um, <clears throat> but I don't hesitate for somebody else. And like with Christmas coming out, and I know some people don't celebrate Christmas and that's, that's your decision. But you know, I do. And everybody's like, you know, Santa Claus, you know, this, Santa Claus, that. People are like, Santa Claus isn't real. Little kids like, Santa Claus is. Some kids will want to beat you up over it because Santa Claus is real to them. But you know what? Santa Claus is real. Now, is it the actual Santa Claus? <clears throat> Depends on what your perception is on Santa Claus. Because if you're the type of person that gives to somebody out of the kindness of your heart and tries to make other people happy... Are you a form of Santa Claus, per se? The the term, not necessarily the, not necessarily the jolly old Saint Nick himself. <clears throat> but aren't you a form of Santa? 
Now maybe you're like, well, I'm his elf, evidently. Really? Are you really his elf? Or are you the one that's being Santa? Or Mrs. Claus? Or whatever. Or does it really matter? Does it really matter if there's a Santa Claus? Can't we just be... Do we really have to have a time of the year to be Santa Claus, per se? Do we have to have a time of the year to be giving and forthcoming and understanding and wanting to bring smiles to other people's faces and coming together as a community and handing out food to the homeless and having dinners and whatnot? Do we have to do that all at one time of year? I mean, why don't we do that every day? Why can't we come together every day? You know, because all these people that were so hell-bent on, I need to sanitize my cart before I touch it. Um, and yes, yes, there are germs. Don't get me wrong. There are germs. <clears throat> um, but nobody has a problem now, do they? Per se. How many of you are still gloving up? How many of you are still wearing your mask? How many of you are still um, not going to uh, events and doing everything virtual? How many of you are working from home still? How many children are still working from school and being home-based? How many are doing virtual with their doctors? Um, how many of them are <clears throat> um, still worried about the six distance, six-foot whatever, or, you know, not giving people hugs. Let me give you a virtual air hug. Because, you know, don't come near me. <clears throat> how many people are still so 100% hell-bent on that? And how many of you that got the shot still didn't get sick? Or had to get booster shots because the first shot didn't work. Because now you need a booster shot. Because they had to throw something together to make that shot. And then, you know, you need to go get tested. And before, they shoved that sucker way up in your nose. Um, and I'm telling you, there is a technique. <laughs> I'm going to say this. I, I I have acid reflux. And I have really bad allergies. <clears throat> and I got post-nasal nasal drip real bad. And I cough a lot. The name of this podcast is really, really fitting for me, if anybody knows me. Because I'm all the time coughing and clearing my throat. I really am. <clears throat> um, but <clears throat> I take a Q-tip. And if I hold my my um, nasal cavity a certain way, like with my, uh, if you hold it um, with your mouth a certain way, it's like a straight shot. And I go up in my nose, to the back of my nose, and I take a Q-tip in there to get all the fluid and stuff that is built up in there and try to get it out so I can breathe um, and also clear my air passage. Now, I don't take it all the way up to my brain, which, um, you know, is the way they made you feel with the corona testing or whatever. Shove it way up in there with them little bristles where you saw, you know, whatever up in there. Stars up in your face. You know, like my mom when she was in the hospital <clears throat> one time, the nurse came in. And I tell you, I wanted to come up off that chair and come at that woman. Um, because her bedside manner was ridiculous. My mom was blind. You need to tell my mom what you're doing for one. Everybody needs to know what's being, you know, if you can see, you can see what's being done to you more or less. When you're blind, you can't see. So out of respect, tell her what you're doing. And especially if you're going to shove something up her nose. But if you're going to shove something up her nose, 
Don't come, just walk in, come behind her, and just take her head, tilt it, and shove it up in there. That's what she did. My mom about came up out of there. You know, you can do damage. You can do damage up in there because it's all connected. <clears throat> but anyway, it went from doing all that to let me send you a home kit. You just take the swab on the inside of your nose, you know, and just do this a wee bit. Put it up in here. Put it on the little thing. And you can do this little testing here. You've got a control button and you got this other, button, you know, thing. And you read it to see if you've got the corona. Or you can mail it in. And, you know, your results are only as good as the lab taking the results of the test, by the way. But, hey, we don't need to shove it way up in your nose now because now we know... No pun intended. Um, that that's not necessary. Because they learned at the expense of learning. Because they didn't know what they were doing. Not all of them. <clears throat> so, where does that leave you now? And... How many of them kits did you have in your house? They're from China. I still got some sitting in there. You know, you know guess who sent those to you, by the way? Guess who sent those two tests, them free tests to you uh, through the mail? You got free test kits through the mail. Guess who sent those to you? The government. They sent them to you. Oh, yes, they did. It's just something to think about. And like I said, I'm, I'm, I've had a lot on my mind these last few days. This has been a very rough week for me. Um, my aunt passed away um, um, Yesterday, day before yesterday, and um, of course that terrible car accident at the beginning of the week, um, and I, <laughs> I've had a lot on my mind, and you know, <clears throat> getting ready for the holidays. Do you know how many holidays you've missed out with your family? And this year, and I talked about it in my other podcast, you know. <clears throat> my mom, she, we're having Thanksgiving, it's just me and my mom. She doesn't want nobody over. She's not up to it. You know, my, my dad's only been gone a year and a half, and... Um, um, our family is big on huge traditions and dinners and stuff, big family gatherings. That's the way we've always been, always been back since I was knee high to a grasshopper. And you know what? That doesn't even make sense because I'm still knee high, um, to a lot of people. And if there's a grasshopper that big, I don't know where the heck I'm at, but I must be in Narnia or something or wherever that place is through the closet. Um, because that's a whole different world. And I don't know where silly things like that come from. But anyway, um, 
so I'm, I'm making dinner and, um, I'm making, <laughs> I'm making a huge feast because my mom and I, and I'll say my mom and I, even though I'm going to be the one cooking, um, we don't know how to cook just for one or two people. We don't know how to do that because we've, we've always cooked big. <clears throat> so I go to the store and I was like, you know, and she gets, we, we're making this big old shopping list though for me to go get food. <clears throat> She's like, now get turkey. I said, what's, what's that turkey you want, mom? Get the biggest one you can get. Okay, I'll do my best. <clears throat> so, I, the biggest one I could find was a 15-pound, okay? She's like, that's the biggest one you can find is 15 pounds. Mom, it's me and you. But, yes, this is the biggest I got. Uh, so, I'm going to make turkey <clears throat> corn casserole. She doesn't like it, but I do. Uh, mashed potatoes and gravy, stuffing, baked macaroni and cheese, dinner rolls. Uh, let's see what else did she want. She was talking about potatoes and green beans, but I don't know if we're going to make that or not. Um, what else did she want? Um, deviled eggs, <coughs> baked beans. I don't know if I said baked beans already. Um, then we got two pumpkin pies, a chocolate pie, a cherry pie, whipped cream, and it's me and my mom. <laughs> it's me and my mom. So I'm going to be making this big feast and I'm going to put the food together. And I, I like to cook. I like to bake. I do. I do. I always, I always have, um, I used to get like in baking spurts. I'd get up and I'd just start baking all kinds of stuff. I'd make Reese peanut butter pie and muffins and this, that, and the other. My son would be like, I love when you're in these moods, mom. I love it. <laughs> um, pineapple upside down cake, you know, whatever. <coughs> and, um, <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be up and I'm going to be making all this food. I'm going to make her plates. And I say plates plural because. I have to have separate plates. I, I'm the type of person, my food barely touch. I don't like my food really touching, but they have to be in a certain way. And I put my food on the plate as much as I can. And then I have one plate that is dedicated to baked macaroni and cheese. <laughs> so, um, that's how I am. Um, <clears throat> and I'm going to make all this. I'm going to take my mom her dinner. I'm going to get out my TV tray. I'll sit in there with my mom. As she's in, you know, laying in her bed. And eating from her tray. And. Um, I will say my, my blessings. And. Um, that would be my Thanksgiving. And. Is that okay? Yeah it's okay. Is that hard for me? Damn straight it is. Because I'm going to look around that room. And even though it would be like every other day. <clears throat> my mom eating from her tray. And her bed. Every once in a while I eat in the tray or in my lap. Or I'll, I'll 
have something to prop my food on. Or I'll sit in the dining room at the table and earshot from her. Um, because sometimes it is difficult to eat um, not at a table. <clears throat> um, but I have a lot to be thankful for. I really do. And um, I very much doubt my mom's going to put the tree up this year. I'll be surprised. Um, and I'm not going to push the issue. I understand how that goes. I really do. <laughs> and I've talked to that before in my last couple podcasts. You know, um, <clears throat> but my point is, my mom and I might be the only ones sitting at the table per se. But that doesn't mean we're any less thankful for what we have, for what we wish we had. Because there's a lot to be thankful for. And you have people that are grieving. And I said before, you know, there's sadness and there's grief. And grief is pretty much love with nowhere to go. There's a lot of emotion behind it. And people take their families for granted so much. You always think they're going to be there. You always think that they're going to be, you know, that everybody's going to grow old and die the natural way. And you have time to say goodbye and this. No, you don't. My dad died at 1030 in the morning. He was up at 1030 in the morning when my mom making meatballs. Not even two hours later, he was gone. Lady lost her life. This past week. She was two minutes from home. If that. Now that family is burying her. The day after Thanksgiving. <clears throat> and if my mom's up to it. I'm going to do my best to go. Pay my respects to that family. I. Was blessed enough. To meet them. Some of them the other day uh, because they came by outside where the accident happened. And I happened to have heard them out there talking. And I went out there and spoke to them and introduced myself, introduced them to the neighbor that um, had um, been able to help the little boy, who, by the way, is doing fine. Um, he's doing better. He's in a back brace and a neck brace um, for three months, I believe she said, and then he does physical therapy. Um, and um, <sighs> they have to have Thanksgiving together and the next day bury their loved one. And 
my aunt passed away a couple days ago yesterday I forget time just I don't even I today's Monday I think <laughs> um <clears throat> don't take your family for granted People make mistakes in life and they do things that they're not proud of. You know, we're not given instruction manuals when we're born. You know, when you're delivered uh, and stuff, the doctor doesn't say, here, this is the instruction manual of your life. I know you're a newborn. Please read this. Know this. Um, this is this is how life is going to be. We're human beings. We all make mistakes. We all make bad decisions. We all screw up. We all have problems. We all have pain. We all have sorrow. We all have hopes and dreams and desires. We've all had crushed dreams and desires. We've all had broken romances. We've all found love and lost it, lost, lost it and then loved it. Everything's something somewhere. But at the end of it all, If you don't, if you don't value, I sometimes in life, if you don't have the proper way of coping, that's, that's not even what I want to say, because that's not even true. There's no really proper way of really coping. Because everything is different. Everyone's different. People live on could have been, should have, ifs, regrets, remorse. Life doesn't come with redos. Life doesn't come with instruction manuals. Life doesn't come with... Sometimes it only come with second chances. Sometimes it only come with first chances. But you know what? Life is not even a half a breath from ending for each and every one of us. Regardless of your color, your religion, your nationality, your beliefs, your opinions, your mistakes, your education, your money, your materialistic things, the type of car you drive, your education, despite of all that, we're all one half of a away, even if we even get that much. And I'm not trying to freak people out, but, you know, but it's true. It really is true. You know, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. And I've lost a lot of time in my life. And I've talked about this. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I've talked about this before in my other podcasts. Time you can't get back.
and it hurts. It really hurts. I saw this meme one time that said something about, and I don't know it verbatim, so <clears throat> something about by the time I get my life together or something, I'll die the next day or, or something of that nature. <laughs> I don't think we're ever going to have our lives all together, <laughs> but why does it need to come to that? Sometimes we're so busy on trying to make our lives happen that we forget to live it. And sometimes it hurts to live it that we forget to have a life. Because sometimes living sucks the life right out of us. And our own breaths suffocate us. Have you ever choked on your own breath? And that may sound funny. <clears throat> but I I say this. Um, I went to go take a breath earlier. And I started choking. <clears throat> and I was joking with my mom about it. Because <laughs> anybody knows me. I'm the nutcase in the family. <laughs> um... And I told my mom, I said, my other personality just tried to choke me to death. <laughs> because I took a breath and I, my oxygen, my air or whatever got caught. Like, I don't know, my, my other pipe or, I don't know. I took a breath the wrong way if that's even possible. But I, I choked. I, I coughed. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> it's funny, but it's not funny, but it is. <laughs> Um, not to me. <laughs> um, but this is my mom's entertainment. I'm my mom's entertainment. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I don't want to be a half a breath away from being stuck in a world that is trying to kill me as a person, as a human being, morals, um, judgment, lack of understanding, a lot of remorse, a lot of pain, a lot of sorrow. My mom, used to, she has a saying, she says, she always said, you know, a hundred years from now, it ain't going to matter anyway. You know how true that is to a point? <clears throat> I saw this thing on Facebook. It said, you know, eventually the home that you have and all the hard things you've worked for, sooner or later, all the pictures and snapshots you got, all the things you've made, um, <clears throat> jobs you've created, you know, whatever, um, heirlooms, memories, eventually it's going to be irrelevant. It's going to be 
your stuff is going to be somebody else's. Your home somebody else is going to buy. Your belongings are going to be somebody else's belongings. Your ancestors are not even going to know who you are or remember you. Or even have a picture of you or know any stories about you. Um, your job may not even exist anymore that you created your business. Um, <clears throat> all the money that you have saved up and you gave to your family members, it's going to be gone. It's going to be just numbers. Or maybe nothing. That big fancy car, that nice bougie house, um, somebody else is going to own it. Or maybe it's going to be in the junkyard or it's going to be um, in a destitute and dormant neighborhood. That maybe now is big on crime. And where are you? What part of your life did you miss? What part of your life do you still have? And what part of it even matters anymore to anybody? You know how many graves go left undecorated? But you know how many people are not buried? You know, my dad was cremated. My, my stepdad was cremated. Some of his ashes got spread and some of his ashes are here. My grandson was cremated and buried. <clears throat> I have a necklace with his ashes in it. And the rest are actually in a cemetery buried with a tombstone. My stepsister was cremated. I don't know who has her ashes now. Somebody on her, uh, side, her mom's side of the family, I think. I don't know. Her daughter might. Um, I'm not sure. The point is... What matters and what doesn't matter? You know, I'm not saying that nice things aren't nice because it is hard work. <clears throat> but you have so much hard work. Where does your free time and your playtime come in? How many people go to work and they get off work and they're so tired that they're ready just maybe scarf something down real quick if that and they just want to go to bed or go in the recliner and just relax and not do nothing and then you're so tired because you've run around all day or or whatever <clears throat> and the weekend comes and then maybe your kids are on sports or something or there's a function at the school um But you know what, you go and do that, and then you, if you go out and do something for yourself, you know, and say, um, if you have time to, <clears throat> but those are times you're like, you're tired, and you don't feel like it, you're exhausted, and staying home in your jammies and not doing something, it seems like a vacation, <laughs> you know, but you got to keep going. You know, I always say, 
you know, your work's going to have your job posted in the, in the paper faster than your obituary. And people work. And I, I was guilty. I mean, worked and went to school. I mean, I was guilty of that too. Trying to make a life better for my kids and myself. You're trying to go out and make all this money to have a better life. But when do you get a day off to enjoy it? And when you get a day off, do you really get to enjoy it because you're tired? And if you go on vacation, don't you need a vacation from your vacation? I always did. I don't know. This is kind of where I'm at today, tonight. My mind's just going on a lot of places. And I was talking to my sister earlier. And, um. You know, it's just. Trying to get ready for the holidays. And making gifts. We're making gifts this year. Because I do. <clears throat> I do a lot of art stuff. And make stuff. And craft stuff. And design stuff and whatever and she's um trying to get into that too um so we're like doing tutorials back with each other and learning and whatever and i'm trying to teach her some stuff and you know we're learning off of each other um but making gifts for the family and i've come a long way from making gifts last year let me tell you i have um But you know what? That's okay. I don't need to run out and buy something from Black Friday. And I don't even know why they need to call it Black Friday. Everybody wants to get offended. You know what? It's just a lot of malarkey. Why do they gotta have one day a year that's this big old freaking deal? You know what? I need a sale all the time. If you can mark things down that dramatic one time a year. I mean, seriously. <clears throat> and. It's not about. Necessarily. The item. And this is where I think a lot of. Our generations are getting misconstrued on value. If I make you something, <clears throat> it, it's not going to be perfect. I guarantee it's not going to be perfect because I'm not perfect. But I took the time to think it through. <clears throat> Trial and error, I assure you. To make that item. You don't have to like it. You don't have to like it at all. You can put it in a closet. Whatever. Or whatever you want to do with it. <clears throat> the gift. Wasn't the item. Per se. The gift was my time. That I took out of my life. That I'll never get back. To give to you. 
It was just in a form of a materialistic item. I can't personally just say, here, here's my time, and give it to you and add time onto your life and your time or whatever. <clears throat> but I'm taking time, even now as I'm talking to you, or talking to this room and whoever's listening, um, <clears throat> and I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Because you are taking a part out of your life, your time out of your life, and you are dedicating that time to me. That you'll never get back. So now an hour and 24 and a half-ish minutes into this. You have dedicated your time to me. And I to you. And I don't even know what you look like. I don't know your name. I don't know your race. I don't know your nationality. I don't know what country you're in. I don't know if you're in your pajamas or if you're sitting there naked. I don't know. All I know is I appreciate it. And I want to say thank you. Because I know that if you took a moment of your life to give to me, That is the most priceless thing anybody can do. And you don't even know me. Well, you might know me. I don't know if you do or not because I don't know who's on the other end. All I see are these little squiggler marks on my computer with the time going by. And my little cursor for my mouse pad. And time ticker thing down at the bottom. And all of my little icons and whatnot. <clears throat> but I don't know who you are from my end I don't know who's listening but when I tell you this all to your face yeah does it matter it always matters <clears throat> you know why because your time and my time, <clears throat> even if we're on different time zones, our time zones don't separate the time in our lives that we have. <clears throat> our lives don't end based off of time zones. If that makes sense. You know, destiny doesn't say, oh, well, wait a minute. We're on daylight savings time. We have to wait until they change the clock back till that one comes. Um, you know, hey. No, it doesn't work like that, people. <laughs> um, <clears throat> sorry, my other personalities are coming out. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do imitational voices. I told you this is my mom's entertainment. I'll talk British to her sometime. Uh, you know, sometimes or whatever, and, and sometimes it, it changes. And um, anyway, my point is, <clears throat> thank you, thank you, very much. Um, I appreciate 
I appreciate people I don't know. I give to people I don't know. I respect people I don't know. <clears throat> I feel for people I don't know. I cry for people I don't know. I even mourn over people I don't know. And I try to understand people I don't know. I try to understand people, other people more than I try to understand myself because I give my own self a headache. <laughs> um, but that's a part of your life right now that I appreciate very much that you have dedicated to me. And I pray that I, I pray that you valued your time well spent. And, um, you know, I always say that, you know, I had to say, you know, to, you know, put it in God's hands. And I know a lot, some people don't believe in God. But I do. And. <clears throat> you know. I, I try my best to put things in God's hands. But then I remember. God gave me two hands. For a reason. He gave me. Tools. He gave me. Tools to learn from, utilize, and he also taught me how to be one of those tools for other people, as well as myself. <clears throat> there is a lot of things in the world that we have evolved to <clears throat> because we were given the ability to have tools to do so. However, <clears throat> don't forget where those tools originally came from. And you know, everybody lives in their own world. That's your mind. Your mind is your world. The rest is the universe. Universal. Universal. Interchangeable. Compatible. That's what we need to be. And that makes one. <clears throat> the trees blow. For a reason. And they give off oxygen. Excuse me. Our trees have roots. They have to have roots to grow. So do our families. We have to have roots in our family foundation. They have to be nurtured. They have to be taken care of. They have to be 
respected. They have to be fed. They have to be They have to be able to regenerate and populate. And if we cut off the oxygen to our families, to our roots, to our nourishment, to our growth, and we deplenish, not enough deplenish is the word, but I'm going to make it one. Deplete, that's the word I'm looking for. If we deplete, I don't know, deplenish sounds a little bit better. But anyway, if we take away <clears throat> all of that, then our oxygen of our family roots dies. And if our oxygen from our family roots die, then so do we. And then we have nothing left. We have no time to give. We have no opinions to be made. We have no things to be taught. <clears throat> we have no things to enjoy. We have no things to cherish. And we have nothing to carry on. And you know what happens? <clears throat> we end. We die. We're gone. And there's nothing left. And that tree, that root that once stood, that beautiful, flourished family tree, <coughs> doesn't even have enough anymore to even have a seed to regenerate and grow again. Where does that leave us? The holidays are coming up. But you know what? Life happens every day. We don't need a holiday. Why do we need a holiday to celebrate? Something we should already celebrate anyway. And you know, <clears throat> some people don't believe in God, they believe in evolution. I believe in both, and I've said this before. It all started somewhere. <clears throat> and I believe in God, but I believe in evolution because we evolve every day. We're so busy taking God out of our nation, out of our lives, out of our well-being and our mentality. Always worried about everything else but what we need to worry about. <clears throat> because in the end of it all, it matters. And would it hurt? To believe in something you can't see.
you can play Santa Claus. And some even try to play God. But you know what? <clears throat> even God had disciples. God has angels. But a God also has you. Just like Santa Claus has elves, but not the same thing. But does it hurt to be giving? Does it hurt to be thoughtful? Does it hurt to be a good person? Does it hurt to do the right things? Is it going to hurt you to have faith? Or does it hurt not to? Do you really want to take that chance? And I always sound like I'm at a church sermon and get ready to invite everybody up for repentance and, you know, like they do or whatever. But it's something to think about. It really is. There are two things in life that are real. Death and taxes. And there's something <clears throat> beautiful and scary out of that. Because death is God. Taxes is the government. You have the government versus taxes. How dare the government try to verse God? They always say you don't talk about politics and religion. Please. That's what's wrong with this country. <clears throat> Too many dictators where they don't belong. Trying to take out things that are none of their business. That they need more of. my opinion but anyway this has been my night <laughs> this has been my day this has been my week this has been me <laughs> um and I do I do pray for my own sanity because I drive myself crazy <laughs> um But anyway, um, this has been me raw, <laughs> pretty much. No script, just open, talking. Things that are on my mind, things I think about. Um, this is what goes on in my head, some of the things that go on in my head. Um, and like I said, I'm not trying to hurt anybody or offend anybody. This is just me. And um, people always say, you know, be yourself, be yourself. But you know what? I try to be myself and then people don't like me. <laughs> but then why should I act like something I'm not because then I'm not being true to myself and then I don't like myself in the end right and why do I need to be what everybody else wants me to be because they say to who are they what gave them that right 
Where where do they get off being the ones to define what's right and what's wrong and what's what I should do, what I shouldn't do, what I believe in, what I shouldn't believe in? Who are they to dictate my life? Because at the end of my life, when I'm laying up in that casket, it's my life over, not theirs. It's mine. It was my last breath that I can never get back. So, there's that. And, um, like I said, I appreciate everybody that's taking their time out to listen to me. And uh, sometimes I ramble on. Sometimes I don't make sense. And sometimes I get caught up in my conversation that I might come off a little bit too strong. Um, But I don't ever go out of my way to personally be vindictive or hurt anybody. I really don't. That's just not in my nature. Um, so anyway. I'm going to end this. Um, because for when I go check on my mother. Um, and um, it's getting late. <clears throat> but. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Um, thank you to everybody. And obviously, um, <clears throat> I hope everybody has a safe and blessed Thanksgiving. And um, you take the time out to give your blessings. Count your blessings. And remember, you are a blessing. Even if you are the last twig on your tree, <laughs> per se. Um, sometimes some trees can be regenerated in different directions. You can get starters off the of trees and or whatever try to regrow. And sometimes If you're like me, because I'm not a green thumb, which is really another really silly saying. Where do we get a green thumb? Is that we work out in the garden and you're and you're doing grass and you know not doing grass, but like <clears throat> I don't know. You get a green thumb by trying to do planting and and gardening or whatever. I mean, that's just a weird saying. <laughs> but anyway, if you're like me and you don't have a green thumb, <laughs> um. There's some really beautiful um, flowers and plants and artificial devices, if you will, that make some very beautiful, very beautiful things. And sometimes it's okay. To remember that if that makes sense to you um, I know what I mean in my head but sometimes I don't I don't explain myself uh, probably um, accurately to where it's understood sometimes by others even though my 
my mind knows what I mean doesn't mean that my mouth knows how to say it, if that makes sense. Um, <clears throat> thank you again for joining me tonight, today, whatever time of day it is for you. And I hope you have a very safe and blessed Thanksgiving. Um, but I also, I also pray that you have a very safe and blessed life. Not just at a holiday. But every day that you get a chance. Because every day ends in Y. Except tomorrow. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, yesterday, and today, all into why. Tomorrow doesn't. Anyway, this is Dee. And you have been listening to my podcast. This is me, just raw, talking. I don't really even have a title. I'll think of some title to name it <laughs> so that way I can post it and publish it on the thing. But, um, this is what you get. Thank you very much, and God bless you. Have a safe and blessed evening. Good night.